Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining me on the Tiffany Talks podcast show, episode two, where I will be talking about anxiety. This is a very important topic to me. And the reason why this this topic is so important is because anxiety disorder is the number one mental illness pretty much all over the world. Everybody is suffering at some point, some degrees, to some level with anxiety. What I want everybody to know that if you don't already know, because I did not know this, anxiety is normal. Anxiety helps us in times of stress. Now, I know that we're not living out in the woods anymore. So if, you know, creatures aren't chasing us unless we're those type of people that are out there, you know, searching for Bigfoot, (laughs) you know, then we're out there. But um, we would experience stress in that way. So anxiety does serve a purpose. However, Anxiety can manifest into anxiety disorder if we've experienced any pain or trauma in our lives. Now, for me, if you have not already read my story and my book, Unlocking Your Ability to Heal, it's a book that shares my personal story of the abuse that I endured, um, my healing and my transformation with the wellness section. But here I'd like to share a little bit about my experience because I feel like some of you might be able to resonate with me. So there was a time where my husband and I decided to go to the gym and I had never been in a gym before. I learned how to work out and I learned how to work out at home because it was safe. Nobody could see me. It was private and I felt safe. Uh, But when we started going to the gym, I started getting more comfortable. And then at one point we went during the day when there was other people there. And even though my husband was there with me, I was scared because I was working out on a machine and some strange man just came to work on a machine next to me. And my body froze. Now, I recognize that freezing thing that my body does. It's that tonic immobility. It's what I experienced, you know, in the very beginning when I was sexually abused. And my body still tends to go to that, um, or it did back then. And that's what happened. I froze. I did not know what to do with myself. I was trembling. My thoughts were racing. I was scared. Uh, So the only thing I could muster to do was run to the bathroom. I knew I was like, where can I go? What can I do? I couldn't go out the front door because of where it was located. I didn't feel safe to do that, but I knew that I could run to the bathroom. So I ran to the bathroom. Nobody was in there. I'm looking at myself in the mirror. I'm freaking out. I'm crying. I don't know what's going on with me. My husband has is clueless. And we weren't married at the time, by the way, but um, he is clueless. And then finally, there was a straight shot out of the bathroom to the door where the car was. So I gathered my courage and I ran out because I did not have the strength or the ability to go and walk like a normal person, you know, to my husband and tell him, hey, I need help. Something's wrong. I could not fathom that idea. I could not do it. So I ran out to the car. I felt a little bit safer, but I'm just crying uncontrollably. Finally, my husband realizes that I'm not there. Where's Tiffany? (laughs) So he comes out to see me in the car and he's just looking at me like, what in the world? And, you know, back then I used to hate it, but I get it now. He didn't understand. He didn't know what I was going through, you know? So I'm just sitting there crying uncontrollably and my husband's sitting there telling me, you know, what's wrong? Like, are you okay? Like, what is going on? Like, he couldn't figure it out. He was looking at me like I was a crazy person. So that is a tip right there. I just want to note that that is a tip. If you have a loved one that is suffering from anxiety disorder to the point where it makes them do kind of things that are crazy to you, um, I understand that. And the best thing you can do is maybe not give those dirty looks because it doesn't help. (laughs) It makes us feel crazy when we're already feeling crazy. 
Um, being patient with us is the number one thing that you can do. Don't yell. Don't become impatient. It actually makes it worse. At least that's the way it was for me. It made it worse for me. What helped me is when somebody could help me be calm and bring me back down because I wasn't capable of doing it that myself. I had no tools. I hadn't learned anything. I was literally just experiencing. So that's just a little tip for you there. So what my husband did to help me is he went and he grabbed his stuff and he came out to the car. He wasn't mad or anything. And he just decided to drive me around the neighborhood that was close by that had these big, beautiful houses. My husband and I share a love for architecture and uh, construction and all that jazz. So he took me out there and it was beautiful. And I just looked out the window, looked at all these beautiful houses, and he just changed my environment. And that helped me tremendously. Another... Um, part that I want to share with you is there was a time where I felt called to attend church and I had still having struggles with God, but I was trying to be more open at that time. I was trying to, I guess, in a sense, heal myself without even realizing it. So I ended up going, we, me and my husband, and I already had my little son Ashton by that time. He was already in, in elementary school. And I remember we found the Saddleback Church in California, which I love in Rancho Santa Margarita. It's a beautiful church. Um, Pastor Rick Warren, love him. He's amazing. And we attempted to go to this church. When we got there, I had a hard time getting out of the car because I suffered with that same shock, that same fear, someplace new. I don't know where I'm going, you know, and even though my husband was there with me and I, he makes me feel safe, I was still scared. So little by little, I would inch my way and we ended up getting, um, I mean, it was, it sounds silly when I think about it now, because I'm not joking. It was almost like if the way that I see it now is that there was some sort of negative entity that was preventing me from going, which was my anxiety disorder. It was so heavy. I was trying so hard to walk. Like, I'm not kidding. Like I was trying to walk towards the church and I just felt this insurmountable fear that would just, wouldn't let me move forward. It's so strange. And we would just sit there. I would, there was like a big fountain or something. And I went to go sit there and I wanted so much to go join the people that I saw sitting over there outside, but I couldn't bring myself to do it. So every week we would try and I got closer and closer. And then we found another area on the opposite side of the church where it's a nice, beautiful walkway. The staircase has like a stream of water going down the center of it. I mean, it is beautiful and I love nature and I love the greenery and flowers and all that good stuff. So that really appealed to me and it wasn't that crowded and there was grassy hills off to the side and there were speakers. So anywhere on that campus, you can still hear the message. So that's what we opted to do because that's where I felt safe. I felt safe enough to get a blanket and for us to go sit there where I was alone with my husband and my son and to just listen to the church message. Um, I never got the courage to go in there because we ended up moving to Utah. Um, but I can tell you now I no longer suffer from that. I can openly, freely go into a gym. I can openly, freely go to a church or any new place for that matter where I didn't used to be able to do that before. I was even invited to go play softball at one point. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Don't really know how to play. I know you hit a ball with a stick and I know there's bases, you know, but I don't know like all the little tiny details. And so I was like, sure, why not? You know, sounds fun. You know, so I went to go do that. Same thing happened in the car, crying uncontrollably, trembling, couldn't bring myself to get out of the car. My son's sitting there watching me and I'm like, I got to be strong for my son. I got to be strong for my son. You know, so eventually I made myself get out of the car and I went there when I would go bat. 
my body was like trembling in fear. I felt like all eyes were on me, which I think they were, you know, because the, I'm the batter. <laughs> and it was just so nerve wracking for me. And I think I hit the ball once during that whole time that I was there playing. I felt so bad. <laughs> I, I Deep down, I thought they probably regret asking me to come join. <laughs> but that was probably just those lies in my head that I was creating. That happens to us. So I eventually went and I, I, I'm proud of myself because even though it was scary and even though I suffered, uh, I got through it and I'm proud of myself for that. Looking back, I'm proud because I made an effort and I did it no matter how hard it was. Um, something else that I experienced is also, well, I used to experience is you ever drive on the freeway and a big semi comes right beside you and you're like, and you clench up and your knuckles are white and you're like, holding on to the steering wheel for dear life because you're so scared? <laughs> or is that just me? Because <laughs> that's what I experienced. Um, I would get so nervous. Now, there's been a few times where there was two semis, one on each side of me. Whoo! Talk about the fear. I was really scared then. Oh my goodness. Um, but again, I am happy to report that I no longer suffer from all of that. And if any of you can relate, feel free to comment. Um, leave me a comment. I would love to learn about your experiences and if there are any similar to mine just for fun and just to learn, you know, so feel free to leave me a comment if any of that relates, uh, resonates with you or if you have any similarities, anything like that. So the other thing I want to talk about is that generalized anxiety disorder. Has anybody heard of that? Um, feel free to, you know, leave a comment or put that in the chat. Um, I learned about generalized anxiety disorder. It's a mental illness characterized by persistent and excessive worry about several different things. They may be, people may be overly concerned about, you know, money, your health, uh, family, work, or any other issues. According to the Anxiety and Depression Association of America, it's not uncommon for someone with generalized anxiety disorder to also suffer from depression or vice versa. Nearly one half of those diagnosed with depression are also diagnosed with anxiety disorder. Generalized anxiety disorder, or GAD, is diagnosed when a person finds it difficult to control worry for at least six months and has three or more symptoms. This differentiates GAD from worry that may be specific to a specific stressor. GAD actually affects 6.8 million adults or 3.1% of the U.S. population in any given year. Women are twice as likely to be affected. The disorder comes on gradually and can begin across the life cycle. Like I can't pinpoint to you when mine started, but it's been a majority of my life. This risk is highest between childhood and middle-aged people. There is evidence that biological factors, your family background, life experience, particularly stressful ones, play a very huge role in this. And re just remember, this is really important. Everyone's anxiety will look different from person to person. So I did share a lot with you about my experiences. And if your experiences feel different, that's okay. You know, I love to promote this because it's true. Everybody's trauma and pain is unique to them. We are unique individuals and our symptoms will be unique to us. Our experiences will be unique to us and our healing will be unique to us. 
Uh, there's some things that actually can help heal anxiety disorder. I keep seeing all over the place people saying, here's how to cope. How do I cope with anxiety? Here's some coping mechanisms. And I can see that as a good thing, sure. But what I really want for my fellow brothers and sisters of this world is I really want you to heal the root cause of your anxiety disorder because I believe that you do not deserve to live with that fake phantom fear, which is what I call it. I call it a fake phantom fear because it's fake. It feels very real, but it's fake. I'm being triggered from something that happened to me a long time ago. And a long time ago, when I felt this way, I was feeling, you know, emotions of fear and scaredness that I was unprotected. Nobody was taking care of me. I was about to be hurt. I was about to be abused again. And so I experienced those same feelings. But it's not true because I'm not currently in danger. And I didn't know that before. And it's it's kind of crazy when you realize that it's in our mind. And from what I learned through my healing journey is that when I started healing several different areas of my life, I started to realize that a lot of the stuff that I had in my head were literally just lies of my circumstances. Like that fake phantom fear that came about because I was being triggered. Why was I being triggered? I was being triggered because I didn't heal that incident or maybe several incidences that were tied to that symptom. When we experience trauma, we develop symptoms. If we do not honor our emotions, process them and release what does not serve us. When we don't do that process after we experience something, what do you think happens with that trauma, with that pain? Do you think it just goes away? It doesn't. You might think that because it's out of sight and out of mind, but it really is not. It's still in your mind. It's actually being stored in your subconscious mind. And that's where your identity is comprised from. That's where how you think, how you react, how you feel, that's how where everything is. So if you're full of so much pain and trauma that you've never resolved, I, per, I feel pretty confident that a lot of the way that you per, are perceived to the world, it stems from that place that place of pain where we carry everything. That was me. I was, I would drink all the time because, you know, they call it liquid courage. When I would go someplace and there was new people there, that's what I would do. That was my go-to was to get drunk. It gave me the liquid courage because other than that, I couldn't fathom being around people or going to a new place by myself because I was scared out of my mind. Why? Because I was still holding on to so much pain I hadn't healed yet. And that anxiety disorder was a symptom from my past. And until I learned to heal the root cause, only then did I finally experience true freedom. And that's what I experience now. I am so free. If I wasn't, there's no way I would be able to do a live video, let alone a podcast show, half the things that I've been doing lately, you know, launching my book, all these things, being in the public eye. It was the most scariest thing in the entire world for me. But I'm free. And how did I do that? by healing a lot of the pain that I experienced in the past. And, you know, again, healing looks different for everybody. So I could tell you everything I did, but that might not work for you. There might be different things that you need to do that would help you. Because remember, our trauma and healing is unique to each and every individual. However, there are some things that I would like to share with you that can help across the board. Food. Food. There's foods that contain selenium that support healing anxiety. Selenium is an essential trace mineral that supports many of our bodily processes. It can help improve cognition, immune system function, and fertility. 
this is on the rise. If you know anyone who is complaining about infertility, I encourage you to share with them about selenium. Have them research. Tell them, hey, research selenium. You know, it's supposed to help. Um, The body typically stores selenium in human tissue, most likely in skeletal muscles, after getting it from foods containing trace amounts. These foods include Brazil nuts, seafood, and meats. So if you're vegan, you can go down the the nut route. And if you're, you know, if you eat meat, you can go down that route. So selenium is a great one. Uh, Chocolate. Who doesn't love chocolate? I love chocolate. Okay. Now I'm not talking about a snicker bar. Okay. That's not what I'm talking about. I will never suggest or promote a snicker bar. (laughs) Sorry, Snickers or whoever owns that. Um, That's not what I'm talking about when I talk about chocolate. When anytime you hear me talk about chocolate, I am talking about the dark chocolate, the organic chocolate, the chocolate that is full of antioxidants that is healthy for you. Experts have long suspected that dark chocolate might help reduce stress and anxiety. There was actually a study, a 2014 study, um, it was a trusted source, found that 40 grams of dark chocolate helped reduce perceived stress in female students. So, I mean, I know many of us, when it's our monthly cycle, we want to do the chocolate. If you ever notice you crave chocolate, it's actually helpful for you. Your body is asking for chocolate because it can help you. So dark chocolate is another one. Uh, Turmeric is a spice commonly used in Indian and Southeast Asian cooking. Um, The active ingredient in turmeric is called curcumin. Curcumin may help lower anxiety by reducing inflammation and oxidative stress that often increases in people experiencing mood disorders such as anxiety and depression. Um, If any of you drink that stuff called mud, mud water, I just recently got it. It has turmeric in it. It's amazing. Um, They say just add water to it. But guess what? Um, I noticed that there's um, oat milk. So I use oat milk with it. And oh my gosh, it just tastes so amazing. So if you haven't tried it and you like oat oatmeal, oat milk, I encourage you to try it. It's amazing. And it has turmeric in there. Um, it replaced our coffee. I went off coffee. I promoted that on my Facebook profile. And then I got back on it. And then I said, no more. Because when I went to the breakthrough event this past June uh, in California, um, the coffee there wasn't that strong that I was used to. And I started getting headaches. And I was miserable there for a minute. So I was like, you know what? I don't like that. I don't want to have to worry about being sick and ill and having headaches because I want to go somewhere and the coffee is not strong enough or I can't get like, no, I don't want that. So that was my final straw. That's what kicked me off the coffee. Started doing the mud. Love it. And there's turmeric in there. So that's a tip for you. I encourage you to try it. It's so yummy. Oh, on the information that it came with, it says that The best way to describe the flavor, which I totally agree with, they say it's like cacao and chai had a baby. And it it, it is. That's what it tastes like. So if you like cocoa and you like chai tea, you would most likely love this. And I I do. I encourage you to try the oat milk. It's amazing. Um, Chamomile. Chamomile is something else that supports healing anxiety. Many people around the world use chamomile tea as an herbal remedy because of its anti-inflammatory elements antibacterial, antioxidant, and relaxant properties. So, you know, we know that chamomile tea is relaxing, but it also supports, so does yogurt, so does green tea. Um, There's so many different things. Um, It's good to eat a varied, balanced diet with high-quality, nutrient-dense carbohydrates, fats, and proteins, um, all that good stuff. Meditation is really great for supporting anxiety. I would like to share, I'm currently, I currently created what I'm calling 
holy healing meditations. I took the idea of Reiki and decided to combine that with meditation and the Holy Spirit. So that is also a way to heal. Meditation supports healing in so many different ways. I will be including these holy meditations in my upcoming pilot program, which I would love to share with all of you. It's called a 30-day holistic healing pilot program, and it's basically a condensed version of my annual flagship offer that I will be promoting and hosting in January of 2022. So I'm looking for a small group of people that are currently wanting to learn and heal their anxiety disorder, their depression, any mental illness label. Perhaps you're in the physical health and you're trying to, you know, not necessarily lose weight, but you want to be healthy. Um, If you want to build a stronger spiritual connection, I'm going to touch on all of that. I'm going to touch on mental health, physical health, which comes in two parts, nutrition as well as fitness and your spirituality. So it's basically like a jumpstart to help you on your healing journey. You'll walk away with a meal plan with a based off of your ALCAT test results. You'll experience powerful breakthroughs. There's so many things that you'll be able to experience. So I encourage you to join. If you would love more information on that, please visit my website at tiffanypatlin.com. And I'm actually also hosting an anxiety masterclass where I will go into deeper detail about how to heal your anxiety disorder. And that is the class that will be hosted on August 12th. And that's also on my website at tiffanypatlin.com. So if you want to learn more about healing in general and learn everything more about all the work that I do, I encourage you to check out my website. And next week, oh, something I wanted to mention to everybody. What I decided to do for my podcast is I'm going to have four different segments every month. So there will be one segment that Tiffany talks about a special topic like today, which was about anxiety. Um, Another one will be Tiffany talks with an author because authors have inspiring stories and there's so much love and healing within these stories. And I want to highlight them and give them a platform and promote their their books that are coming out. I'm also going to have Tiffany talks with a health expert. And we'll have several different health experts. My very first episode, I had a voice coach. Um, So she was an expert in her field, and I learned a lot of stuff. So that was really interesting. So if you haven't checked it out, I encourage you to check that out. Um, Let's see what else. Oh, and then the last one, Tiffany talks with someone in need because I just love helping other people. And I want so much to invite people on that need help. A lot of times that's help with fundraising or just getting a special message out or whatever the case may be. I just want to also have this platform available to people in that sense. So I encourage you to check me out every week. I will promote what topic that I'll be discussing. And um, let's see, I think that's it for me. And I just want to remind everybody that no matter what it is that you're going through in life, no matter how hard it may seem, no matter how impossible it may seem, no matter how far out of reach things may seem, I want you to know that none of that matters. You are so powerful, whether you believe it or not, you are. You have this amazing innate ability inside of you to heal and to rise above every single thing that you may have experienced in your life. And I want to show that to you. And that's why I'm doing everything that I'm doing. So I encourage you to join me so you can get started on your very own healing journey. That's it for me, everybody. Sending love and light to you all. 
See you on the next episode.